Welcome to Whores Talk Whore. We're not really whores. We just like wordplay. Hello and welcome to Whores Talk Horror. I'm Sharon. And I'm Melinda. And today we'd like to welcome a very special guest. She's smart. She's very funny. She's smoking hot. And she's my former roommate. Ladies and gents, please, please welcome the talented Miss Katie Rich. Katie, welcome. Yay. I'm going to take those compliments, put them in my pocket. (laughs) <laughs> you do that you do that thank you for coming on our little show thank you for having me this is so exciting so just a really quick background for everybody listening uh katie and i know each other from college and mm-hmm. then we lived together for quite some time after we graduated mm-hmm. as sometimes happens went our separate ways a little bit but katie's always like she's that person that no matter what she's always in my heart and we could not talk to each other for like 30 years which is never going to happen but randomly then text each other an old inside joke and laugh our asses off as if we just spoke yesterday it's a hundred percent true that's the girl and katie i gotta say I've watched you start as a box office manager here at a comedy club in Chicago when we first moved in together, and then proceed to kick ass and take names in the comedy world, eventually becoming a writer for SNL, and bitches, she is just getting started. So Katie, I want to just on the record say how proud of you I am, and I know I've said it before, but now it's recorded and we're on the internet, so you know it's true, it's on the internet. It's absolutely true. Well, thank you very much. I I appreciate it. It's... uh you don't always necessarily feel that way about yourself. So it's lovely to have someone that you treasure so much say something like that. Aww. So I love so you though. Seriously. You. And we're so too. thank you. We're so thrilled you're here. Yay. Now, y'all know I don't know too much about the horror, but uh <laughs> I was just gonna say, uh our listeners right now are like, What the fuck is why okay. Katie's hands down one of my favorite people, but she's not a horror fan. And I lived with her anyway, people. Yeah. But to be fair, she has other winning attributes. Um, and Sharon, much like Sharon and I, really, we tend to share the same kind of sense of humor. So uh, between me, Katie, and Sharon today, fair warning, people, I think we're going to have a little bit of fun together. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. And I want to say, Katie, welcome to the show. Thank you Thank so much you. for being here. And I want to echo what Mindy said. Ever since I saw your one-woman comedy show in Chicago, I knew that you were a force to be reckoned with. You're oh my God. so funny and talented, and that show was absolutely fucking brilliant. Um, yeah, it's also been a really long time since I've seen you. I think the last time we <laughs> hung out was at Mindy's apartment on Southport. Um, and also, I always, every time I hear a Madonna song, I think of... <laughs> oh, my God. We went to, yeah, we all went to the Madonna concert and just got <laughs> hammered and just started, like, making out and stuff because it was, like... You know, you're you're like, I don't know, it was Madonna and it was, it was And we completely pissed off this couple sitting behind us who was probably the only couple in the entire auditorium not dancing or having a good time. And I'm pretty sure we broke them up because they got into a huge fight. Then they, they were got on home. A, then they were on a precipice of it anyway. <laughs> we we just, helped them along. We pushed, pushed them over the edge. We just gave a little nudge. And if that wasn't fun enough, then when we went back to your place, you were locked out and Mindy wasn't home. So we had to break into your front <laughs> My window. God, that's right. We had to break the window <laughs> to get in. 
And I remember coming home knowing that they were going to go to the Madonna concert. I think I had like rehearsal that night or something. I couldn't go. And I literally came home and just like dropped my purse on the sidewalk and was like, what the fuck? (laughs) So you're like, oh, Sharon and Katie went to Madonna concert. It all makes sense now. I mean, that gives you an indication as to, you know, what the horror show that was my brain and mental state was in, in, in my young, in my youth. I think that's, that, that goes all for all of us. It goes for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Since we've like gushed over you for the first 10 minutes of this show, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, Sure. Okay. Uh, first of all, my neighbor upstairs is clearly uh, vacuuming again. So I'm sure you can hear that. So it's really nice to live with him. He likes to vacuum a lot. Um <laughs> Sharon would love him. (laughs) Probably. He's, he's, I don't know what they do. I think he like, I don't know what he does up there, but, um, I, yeah, I live, I, I'm from Chicago and I've, uh, I'm back here. I was in LA. Now I'm back here. I was in New York, then LA, then here. Um, and I'm just a gal trying her best. You know, I, that's, that's what I would say. I'm just a gal trying her best at this point. Um, I don't know what else. I think you guys did a great job of of describing me. You said such nice things. I think I would like those <laughs> to be what what people know. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll get into the reality. <laughs> I like that, Katie. Because I think that I too am a gal just trying my best just in a different way. <laughs> I really like that phrase. Thank you. <laughs> so what I want to know is what is it like as a non horror fan living with someone like Mindy, who's a huge horror fan, and I'm assuming Mindy made you watch. The Haunting, at least once, or at the very least, she obsessively referenced it. All I the do time. not reference it. Uh, yes, you uh, did. okay, you, I do. It was sorry. Like, it, Go on, Katie. You would always be like, you know, there is this old movie that, um, you know, it was kind of fun. And and looking back, I think I was kind of a kind of probably a pretty big cunt about it. Like we would watch, <laughs> we would watch, we would watch things, and I would just make fun of them. Probably to protect myself because in reality I was terrified. But one thing that Mindy really got me into was Twin Peaks, and I'm very grateful for that because um, that 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 is that, that's been something that I've continued to enjoy. Um, I think that was really the only thing that I was I was like, no, this is actually this supersedes my queasiness, and um, so it. it you know, it was fine. We would we would watch things, but I, I think I mostly was uh, was color commentary on it, and that's like how I coped with it. So, apologies for that. Uh, no, and I do. I have to say, I think I was a little fair. I just remember the one time though, I was watching the French movie High Tension, and you came home like right at this the highest the tension highest point <laughs> for real, and you literally were like, "Oh, shut this off, shut this off," and I was like, "I." physically can't because I was like so into it (laughs) I mean to be fair like I I would watch a lot of sports so I think that that's probably just as awful to someone who doesn't (laughs) like sports so I mean it it balanced it it balanced it balanced out but um but there's a you know there's a cheesiness to horror movies that is when done well is is delightful um and when done poorly is just hysterical and i think that that's that's really what i would uh i would focus on when mindy was watching stuff i agree i'm a sucker for like bad 80s slasher films because i do like the whole cheesiness of it and also now that i know you're a twin peaks fan 
I love you even more. And I'm going to request that you write some Twin Peaks sketches for SNL because I don't think I've seen any any of those since Kyle MacLachlan hosted. And that sketch was hilarious. Have you seen that sketch? I have. They I don't I don't even know if they would want anything having to do with Twin Peaks at this point. Um, I'm sure they wouldn't. It's just like Twin Peaks to me is so amazing when you think about that it aired on network television at the time that it did, because it's absolutely bonkers now. Yeah. So at that time, it's you it must have felt like I remember. Do you remember Too Many Cooks, that thing on uh, Cartoon Network that came Mm -hmm. on at like four in the morning once? And it was just this crazy like parody of a sketch thing. And it was okay. Somebody literally just sent that to me a week ago. It's just, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's hilarious. And I think I only got like halfway through it. But it's like a fever dream, you know, and and you and I was actually watching TV live when it came on and I was like, oh, what what did I do? You you know, like you feel insane. It had to be that way because you're watching. I mean, it was like home improvement and then like Twin Peaks comes on. You had to (laughs) feel insane. So I think that that's I think maybe that's another thing that that really um, that really attracts me to it. But. You know, speaking of those cheesy horror movies, I th- there was a period of time, and look, there's a lot of stuff in the 80s and 90s that was made that you would never make now and is just h- really hard to watch for multiple reasons. But there's also a lot of stuff that was made in the 80s and 90s that's so fun because it was simply for entertainment. Mm-hmm. It was not trying to make a point. It was not trying to, um, you know win awards or be prestigious or anything like that. Um, and, and I kind of miss that. I love that. I, I love those, those movies and TV shows that were sometimes purely just camp entertainment. And I think when we try to reboot them now, it, it doesn't necessarily work. Right. Um, mm-hmm. because there was a, th- th- there was just something that you can't, we don't, it, it, that's not the aesthetic. That's not the sensibility now. Um, so th- those type of horror movies are really, really fun. So generally speaking, you know, cheesy, campy movies aside, why do you not like horror movies in general? Do you just not like the feeling of being scared? Well, what do you define as a horror movie? What do you define as a horror movie? <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. Well, that's interviewing 101. I <laughs> deflect. Um, <laughs> to me, I, I, I mean... Uh, I, I do enjoy a suspenseful movie, um, like something like Dead Again. Do you remember that movie with Kenneth Branagh? And, um, yes. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Like that, a psychological horror. Yes, like that I'm into. But when it comes to like the uh, the pure horror movies, sometimes I can't necessarily get into those. Like I could never really get into like Evil Dead mm. um, and things like that. But I'm a hypocrite because like I couldn't get into like haunting at Hill House that that new that that was on Netflix and oh really no I sometimes I, I sometimes I just can't um, mm-hmm. did you think that was too scary or what was it about it because you're the first person I know who was not able to get into it because it that's one of Minnie and my like our favorite I'm sure uh, shows ever um, I I think it was a little too scary. Um, I will. Yeah, I think it was a little bit too scary for me. I have to be in a mood to be scared and I'm not always in that mood. Mm -hmm. Um, So. 
So, so, so that's more. I, I'm also kind of squeamish, uh, in in a lot of ways. So, th- so that prevents me from enjoying a lot of things too. But, um, but I, I think horror now is it, it has expanded so much and is getting is 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 leaning way more towards the psychological thriller aspect uh, as opposed to the gore. And that's fun for someone like me. Uh, but it's also. I think it's that kind of a shame because there is something to be said, even though it's not my cup of tea. I think there's something to be said about that fun, gory, campy horror movie um, genre. Well, what do you think of Patrick Wilson wearing tight sweaters? Because if that's your thing, I highly recommend the Conjuring series. <laughs> Wait, I don't know who Patrick Wilson is. Yes, you do. <gasps> okay, I do. Do you have your phone? Go- yeah. Do a Google search really quick. Do I, he was in the to. Angels of America HBO series we watched. Oh wait, maybe but I. That do was know. forever ago. He's in he's, Little Children. Oh, I know exactly who this guy is. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Yeah. I mean, I'm down with that. Cool. <laughs> because that's literally why we watched those movies. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I won't. I won't want. I. I can already tell from these picture from these uh the, these movie posters. I'm not going to like The Conjuring. I don't I don't want to watch Annabelle. I'm I don't I don't like it. I'm out. <laughs> All right. Have you seen so you're talking more about the psychological horror movies? Have you seen Get Out? Or like Hereditary or Midsummer? I so I loved Get Out. We saw it in the theater, which is the only way Ooh. to see that that show. Remember theaters? Um Hereditary I have not watched. Midsummer I have not watched. A lot of this has to do with my husband who absolutely first of all tricked someone into marrying me second (laughs) he truly despises horror movies Ah. um and so unfortunately when you get married you are at the whims of your your partner's taste too um so i have i have not watched uh those movies spencer knows nothing about what you're talking about no i'm sure the whims of the person you're married to spencer literally says whatever makes you happy i'll do it (laughs) i don't know how i got that lucky and i also i'm like can you just have an opinion sometimes (laughs) like well no no it's better i would hold on to him like grim death because that's (laughs) that's great um also another thing that i think keeps me from watching a lot of horror movies is most of the movies i watch are on planes uh, and so you're never I don't I don't know if you're ever really in the mood to watch like a slasher movie on a plane. I, I don't know. You probably would be. You and- I watched. Well, I, I flew home from Paris two years ago on Halloween. So I watched The Shining and I think <laughs> The Conjuring 2 on the way home. And it was great. Yeah, that's I mean, I, I that, that's that's going to be a no for me, Doug. <laughs> Although I will say, Katie, that there was a horror movie that you and I watched together that we did quite enjoy. We watched from start to finish. Um, it was a Johnny Depp movie pre-Scarface oh. and uh, The Secret it, Window. It was not a secret. The window's not really a secret. <laughs> but that was, but see, that was based, th- that, that sucked, I thought. And that, like, that's why we watched it. That's why we watched it. But I will say that when when it's based on Stephen King IP, then I'm 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 gonna be in a little bit because I have such respect for him. Yeah, but a lot of times his stuff does not translate. True to the screen. Now, do you think you would ever act in a horror movie? Like if it was a good one or even a cheesy one? I did act in a horror web series that my friends did. 
Uh, it was called Doomsday, and it was about the zombie apocalypse. And I will say it was very, very fun. I got to be covered. We filmed in this abandoned uh, apartment complex that was going to be torn down. So they basically were like, you can do whatever you want. And so I got to be like covered in blood and like kick down doors with a with a fake shotgun, just things that I'm not that are not me. And it was very, very fun until I got very, very cold and uh, uncomfortable and wanted a shower. And um, so I, I will say it was fun and it, it, it got out some sort of aggression in me, some sort of deep seated uh emotion in me but it was a comedy and it was supposed to be cheesy and over the top i don't think i could ever actually act in a movie where i had to be like oh, the doll it's moving you know i, I just <laughs> i don't i i think i would start laughing um yeah i'm not a very good actor quite frankly because i'm not i'm not able to i've definitely had auditions before where i had to be like my baby and i was like <laughs> I was like, hey, gang, I can't do this. Like, you're never you're never going to see me on like Chicago PD being like they shot my husband because I <laughs> I just I, I can't do it. I'm, I'm not a good actor. It's really hard to take that stuff seriously sometimes. Yeah. But if you're a good actor, you can you you make it you you you, you know, you buy into it. Like, I'm sure the things that uh, what's her name? God, why can't I think of her name now? Who's in Heredity? Who's so good? Oh, um, oh, Tony Collette. I'm sure Tony Collette could take my baby, my baby, and make it, you know, fantastic. So we're gonna move on. I have to mention that Katie does win the supportive roommate award for sure because, as we've said, like I would watch horror at home. She wasn't a fan, but uh, Katie did actually sit with me through season two of a series that I oddly mentioned quite frequently on the show, but HBO's Carnival. Yes. Um, I think it was by chance that it came on. The season two premiere came on and you were like, I'll stick it out with you. And then we watched all of season two together. We watched the whole thing. Did you I go back and you bought me season one as a surprise for Christmas and I freaked the fuck out. I was so excited. I think I watched it with you. And I, I remember th that was a sh that was a I, I really enjoyed that show just because I think Clancy Brown should be in everything. Um, but it was also, it was also a show that made me feel kind of stupid because I, I didn't really know what was going on. I don't have the vocabulary for a lot of those shows. And I, it was a lot of me asking you like, wait, what is it? Is he good? He, so he's bad, but he's also good. I don't know. Well, there um, to, to be fair though, it was kind of one of those shows where like none of us really knew what was going on yeah. so that's a fair assessment but um can we, Spencer can you just mark what Katie said about uh Clancy Brown because I talk about him on this show all the time and everybody's like who he's Mr. Krabs I love you Katie he's Mr. Krabs on Spongebob and then he's also like he can play the most horrific person that's ever walked the earth and he's in everything if you don't know who Clancy Brown is he's oh that guy I mean I know who he is I just haven't seen as many of his as much of his stuff as, as Mindy has, but you you know how it is with Mindy and like obscure actors and actresses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she thinks like everyone's supposed to know who they are and we're just usually like, huh? But but he stands out and I should mention that he's nominated actually in our upcoming Oscar episode. So fingers crossed. Ooh. 
Um, also, just side note, Katie, if you ever meet him, you must A, immediately send me a selfie and B, have him call me and leave me a creepy voice message as Brother Justin. Uh, 100%. You know I, I will. Amen. <laughs> Thank you. Or run away if he freaks you out. But I, might, or I, I was going to say, I might just be like, oh, that man is, I, I can't be around that man. That's a very large, he sort of looks like a large demonic bird. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I might want to. I might want to run for cover. <laughs> All right. Well, Katie, since you have a background in improv, we're going to play a little game now. Okay. So we're going to list some titles of horror movies that you've never seen. Okay. And you're going to tell us what you think the plot of those movies are. And then we're going to read the actual plot. And most of the movies that I chose are pretty benign sounding. Okay. So they could be about literally almost anything um so are you ready are you up for this challenge i'm very up for this challenge and i appreciate you uh taking me on this journey with you <laughs> all right we we assume you've never seen these i'm i i, I uh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm sure i have it <laughs> yeah i would be very very impressed yeah if you have seen any of these films okay <laughs> all right first film audition uh a white woman in her late 30s realizes that maybe it's time to go to law school. <laughs> oh, I might have to mute myself for this entire <laughs> section. Um, you're close. It's actually about a widower who takes an offer to screen girls at a special audition arranged for him by a friend to find a new wife. And then the one that he fancies is not who she appears to be after all. So it's Scientology. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. All right. Okay. Next film. Good night, mommy. Uh, okay. A farmer has a beloved cow that he named after his late mother, and the cow gets murdered, and he spends his life trying to avenge the cow's murder, but in the end, he did it. <laughs> the cow got murdered? Okay, Aww. very good. That's the poster. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um... You know, good, good uh, effort. She, um, she's close. You're, 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 uh, this one's not as close as the first one. This one is about twin boys who move to a new house with their mother after she has face changing cosmetic surgery, but under the bandages is someone the boys don't recognize. Ooh. A cow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was pretty close. Yeah, okay. You know, we'll we'll give that one to Thank you, you too. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Oh, I can I can't wait for yeah. you to tell us what this movie is about. You may need to spell something too. Um okay. yeah. <laughs> No, actually I'm not going to spell it okay. because it, that'll just make it funnier. What is the movie Come to Daddy about? Jesus Christ. <laughs> These are all like okay. Uh <laughs> Uh, oh, it's about, uh, it's an Army Hammer biopic. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I woke up one morning and started going through Instagram and fell down an Army Hammer rabbit hole. <laughs> 
for like two hours before I even got out of bed. But didn't you know, like, just couldn't you, didn't you get a vibe from him that he was kind of a sex monster? Yeah, he get he has that weird, like, uncomfortable, I really don't want to go home with you from a bar. Yes, he vibe. really does. You know what's funny is before all this came out about him, I found an old article from about three years ago that was just simply titled something like Army Hammer, the perfect serial killer. Yeah. And then the article went on to say why. And it was like, because he has one of those faces yes. that you just don't ever recognize. Kind of like Bundy. Where it's like he always kind of looks different. Like if someone says, describe Army Hammer, describe what he looks like. Like you can't really picture it. You're 100% right. He has a generic handsomeness to him mm-hmm. that is is one of the reasons why I think he never got super famous. Because everyone, you know, all the, all the real A-list guys, they, there's something weird about their face kind of. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah. he doesn't have that. He has that face that is very handsome, but you forget it. And you're right. He that's he he's the perfect. None of this was shocking to me that he was a no. sex monster. And yeah. also possible serial killer. I know new new, new rumors. New, <laughs> new rumor is that he has bodies buried. I mean, his, <laughs> he, he comes from a horrible family, so I'm not I'm not shocked. Well, I, I think you're actually pretty close on this one. Okay. So this is about a man in his 30s who travels to a remote cabin to reconnect with his estranged father. He quickly realizes that his hopes of father-son bonding is doomed. Instead of a family reunion, he finds himself in a waking nightmare. Oh, okay. So yeah, Army Hammer biopic. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for the next film, yes. Katie? Yeah. All right. A girl walks home alone at night. That's the name of it. Yep. Oh. Uh, okay. Can I get a? Can I get an actor who's in it? Ooh. Nope. Because. <laughs> well, she, I okay. can get. Give it's her a the... very obscure. I mean, I could probably give you an actor in it, but you're not going to know any of them because you might. All... I'll give her the lead. She okay. li- she okay. live on. Uh, who. Was in that Tina Fey movie where she's like a correspondent with Margot Robbie, which I don't remember the name of it. Oh, that, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. There you go. See, look. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, she was in that. Okay. A girl walks home at night. A girl walks home alone at night. Oh, a girl walks home alone at night. I would actually argue that you should actually see this this movie because for in real life, but we'll get to that. <laughs> in real life. I'd suggest you see Come to Daddy as well. That's a good one. I'm never going to watch that. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, this is a, this is the, this is an animated film <laughs> about the beginnings of Uber. <laughs> um, final answer. <laughs> Starring. Sharon Vaughn, or whatever you said her name was. Sheila Vaughn. Sheila Vaughn, yes. Uh, Yeah, Um, that's my final answer. I'm pretty confident on that one. Okay. It is. um, Takes place in the Iranian ghost town called Bad City, a place that reeks of death and loneliness. The townspeople are unaware they are being stalked by a lonesome vampire. But it's actually not... 
gory, really. And it's a pro-feminist woman written and directed by an Iranian woman. And it's amazing. And okay, I'm beautiful. Down. So you, I think, would like it. And isn't it like a metaphor for like the drug addiction in that town? Kind of. And it's a spaghetti Western with a badass girl as the cowboy slash vampire. <laughs> I will say you kind of lost me at vampire, but... Uh... <laughs> It works. Just trust me. But okay. <clears throat> yeah. It's a unique film that's worth watching. Thank you, Spencer. This is why he's our art producer. Thank he you, makes Spencer. us sound smart. Well, as soon as it gets on American Airlines, I will <laughs> I will pop a clonopin and happily watch an Iranian feminist vampire horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um on a four inch screen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the way it was meant to be. The way watched. it was meant to be seen. <laughs> All right. So I kindly ask that you leave Mindy and I out of this next film. <laughs> oh, um, okay. That's interesting. But, but the title is called Cat People. <laughs> hey man, it's a film about a bunch of pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Cat people. Cat people is uh, the okay. So, uh, cat people is also about a white woman in her late thirties who is deciding to maybe give up and go to law school. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to leave me and Mindy out of this <laughs> and myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is that? That sounds like a horror movie. Um, <laughs> so, um, very close. It is about a young woman's sexual awakenings, which brings horror when she discovers her urges transform her into a monstrous black leopard. Jesus Christ. And that, that's from like what? The... That's from the 40s, actually. <laughs> oh, wow. So that's probably pretty cool, actually. It's a black and white film. Yeah, I actually just watched it for the first time uh, about a month or so ago. It is not scary at all. I, I think you might enjoy it if you appreciate you know older black and white films i do like it i like an older movie all right maybe you want to check this one out there is um a remake though with uh shit natasha kinsky and malcolm mcdowell so the guy oh, yeah. that plays like the main guy in clockwork, uh, orange. clockwork orange who's not terrifying at all no um that's a joke yeah. right he's one of the scariest people of all time I know, but his eyes are beautiful. And he's <laughs> scary. He was great on Mozart in the Jungle, if you watch that on Amazon Mozart Hines. in the Jungle was a prank that was not real. <laughs> it was a show that, remember it won all those Emmys? Like Jeff Bezos purchased all those Emmys for it. And I, I was at the Emmys that year. And when it kept winning, we were all like, what the fuck is this show? Like none of us had ever heard of it. We were all like TV writers who were like, what? That's not real. That's a prank show. No one's ever seen it. It doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm going to have to look up this prank show now because I've never heard of it. Exactly. It's not real. It's won 37 Emmys and it's it's not real. In one year. In one year. It won 37. It won. Yeah. It won best uh, comedic variety show somehow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up we have Don't Answer the Phone. Oh, uh, Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, a young Gen Z girl, uh, keeps letting her parents' calls go to voicemail. <laughs> but once her mailbox is full, 
somehow they start texting her. (laughs) (laughs) They figured out how to use that damn text feature. Yes. It's a commentary on the technological gap between generations. Or it could also be about how the parents text her and as soon as she responds, they fucking call her, which is the worst. Exactly. That's what happens. It's the ultimate horror film for young people. <laughs> Your parents calling. Yes. Oh, man. Um, very close. Okay. Um, it's about a deeply disturbed Vietnam veteran who terrorizes the young women of Los Angeles and taunts a radio psychologist with descriptions of grisly crimes. Huh. <laughs> That's all Katie has to say about that. Huh. All right. Ooh, this next one. This next one's fun. Night of the Creeps. Oh. Uh, th- that's just a, a documentary on uh, going out in L.A. <laughs> I will accept the answer. Okay. Absolutely. Um, it's You're, like, spot on with this one. Um. Alien brain parasites entering <laughs> humans through the mouth turn their host into killing zombies, <laughs> leading teenagers to fight against them. Wait, is that an old movie? It, yeah, it's from the 80s. This one you might actually like. This is a really fun is that Is that the one where they, they, they kind of do an homage to it in Futurama, where they have the brain? I- I said the same thing. I I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised. Because I know that that's a, the brain, when they get the brain parasites in Futurama, I know that that's an homage to something. Sharon Spencer, are you guys taking notes? Because what did I bring up a few weeks ago when we were, we were doing that live stream with the, or the recording with the guys in the Ed Wood movie? And I said, do you have that little... The guy who was on Zoom had a little, this is going to get cut. I don't know what Moving I'm talking right about. Moving right along. <laughs> I bring that parasite up a lot, and they're always like, what? No, it, it's clear. Also, I like Mindy's complete lack of existence of time. She's like, a few weeks ago. We, that was a while we ago. We recorded with them like almost a year ago. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, no one knows. First of all, April just started, and now it's over. Like, yeah. right, no one knows what's going on. I know. (laughs) I'm just saying Katie gets my jokes. Thank you. Yeah, you got to give her a little bit of grace on that one. (laughs) No. I know. No one has any sense of time anymore after the pandemic or during. I mean, we're still in it. So. All right. Next up we have, and we only have three more. So just this is not going to go on forever. (laughs) Okay. All right. You can just use the best ones. Some of of them aren't aren't as good. I like them all. Okay. Um, All right. Tigers are not afraid. Ooh. Okay. This is a very moving piece about the plight of African-American golfers. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Um, It is a very moving film, actually. Okay. Yeah, you're very close. It's a uh, dark fairy tale about a about a gang of five children trying to survive the horrific violence of the cartels and the ghosts created every day by the drug war. And this is a horror movie or just this like a, a sad movie? It's Both. Ca- it's more like a um have you seen like like a Pan's Labyrinth type? Oh yeah, that thing? that tripped my that tripped me out. I didn't I don't know about that one. Yeah. So wait, before we continue, yeah, I, I, I would like to hear your definition of horror. Sure. Um, 
honestly, it, I, I think it's there's no right or wrong answer. But right. to me, it's pretty much anything that terrifies you or that um, I guess is made with the purpose of scaring, terrifying, um, disturbing someone psychologically. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not like a black and white answer. There's a huge right. gray area and there's things that overlap. Like, you know, Silence of the Lambs, it's a psychological horror, but it's a horror. You know, then you have like slasher horror films. You have um, like... Alien is like sci-fi horror, right. you know, things can overlap. And, and just because something's horror doesn't mean it has to involve a ton of murder or blood mm-hmm. and violence. Um, it also doesn't necessarily have to terrify you as far as like making you like jump out of your seat or, you know, keeping you up all night or giving you nightmares. There's I think there's different like levels of it. Yeah, I for me, it's just whatever strikes a chord in me that like speaks to a certain anxiety or a certain fear or just draws me in and kind of like you said earlier Katie like has that suspense where I just am like I want to know what the fuck is happening but I do like the ones that keep me up at night but did you see Promising Young Woman yet yes Yes. did you think that that was a horror movie yes Sharon does I do not but I think it's a psychological horror interesting did you see it I did what would you think of it? I do not think that's a horror movie. I would agree. Yeah. A thriller, possibly. But I Did you like it? I did like it. I liked it very much. Me too. My only issue with it was I thought that they should have I thought we should have seen or at least gotten more of a grasp on Nina. Yes. I think I would have cared more. Yeah, I I had a few issues with it that were similar in that, that way. That was my main issue. Like how but, Fleabag does such a good job of making you oh, love, Fleabag. love her best friend who died. Yes. Yeah. I, I, and, and I get that that was probably an intentional choice to be like, she's just a faceless victim. So that was like intentional to not have the audience know her. But I, I feel like I would have, I would have been more invested had I, had I loved her the way that the main character loved her. Yeah. I get that. That makes sense. That was my only, that was my, my issue with it, but I thought it was great. I thought it was a great film. I agree. Anyway, anyway, I just wanted to hear what you guys thought. That's interesting. Yeah. Sharon, do you want to do our last one? We got two more. Two more. Two more. All right. Happy birthday to me. Okay. This is a spinoff of the Despicable Me movies in which you realize that all the minions were born on leap year. And so (laughs) they have a very big party once every four years. (laughs) I like that. I want to go to that party. But, But the twist is it's live action. It's not animated. That's right, right? Who are some of the actors who are going to play the minions? Oh, William Defoe is one of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Adam Sandler actually is one of them as well. Um, and uh, 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 um, Polly Walnuts, the actor who played Polly Walnuts in The Sopranos, is one of the minions. Oh yeah. Uh, it's it's really good. I, I think I think I nailed it. I think that's it. Uh, it's a you better collect royalties when Hollywood <laughs> makes this. 
the live action Minions movie starring Will <laughs> I need to see that like yesterday. <laughs> Spencer, we're time stamping this, right? <laughs> we need, we, I'm pretty sure uh, Christopher need... Walken is in it as well. He is. He is in well, it. He's he pushes one of the female minions off a boat and never it gets away with it. <laughs> It's a, it's kind of meta, but <laughs> just the hair. And he has a long and storied career afterwards. It's never brought up. Dances oh. for uh, uh, what was Fat Boy Slim? Yes, oh exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I is that not right? Tears coming down my face. Um, while I like your version much better, okay, I do too. Um, Happy Birthday to Me takes place at a snobby. Cr- at the snobby Crawford Academy, oh. Virginia's group of friends start to go, hold on. <laughs> she has to wipe the tears out of her face. <laughs> I can't read what I'm looking at. All right. <clears throat> um, so at the snobby Crawford Academy, Virginia's group of friends start to go missing years after horrible events that happened to her as a child around her birthday. Oh. All right. Yeah. yeah that, Your uh, idea was much better. And yeah. your reaction, Katie, is kind of how I felt after I finished that movie. <laughs> really? It's just kind of a wet fart. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Very predictable. Okay. All right. And finally, we have The Boogans. The Boogans? The Boogans. Oh, this is a... Uh... This is um, this is the uh, origin story of the uh, Mucinex bug <laughs> <laughs> from the commercials, uh, where you find out he actually had a very complicated uh, upbringing that made him the way he was. Uh, he's a victim of uh, sex trafficking. <laughs> the Mucinex bug. <laughs> is this live action or is this animated? It's actually both. Uh, it, it goes in and out, uh, sort of like the Wizard of Oz went in and out of black and white color. Uh, it's similar. It's it's animated when the, the tragedies befall him, so it's a little bit more palatable. Mm. Uh, and who plays the Boogans? Who plays the Mucinix? Uh, Tom Arnold plays the... Nice. <laughs> it's not a stretch. No, he plays he plays the, the Mucinix bug. Yes. Oh, I'm glad to see he's working again. He's That's doing great. great. He's doing great. Uh, he was supposed to save us all by getting the trump tape into the hands of everyone and he never did it but oh, that's because at he, least he's the boogans that's because he was working on the boogans <laughs> uh fun fact the boogans is the only film to uh completely issue any covid protocol and just kept filming <laughs> <laughs> so yeah oh my god all right so look forward look forward to that well it's actually Done. only available on airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> it was made for airplanes. Yes, so you can only see it. It's an American Airlines. Ex- actually, it's a Spirit Airlines exclusive. <laughs> and you have to pay nineteen ninety nine to watch it. <laughs> yeah, because exactly. it's Spirit. Where nothing's free. Was that right? That's right, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Nailed it. No, All what right. is the Boogans really about? Because that's, that's an insight. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Um, it is about an otherworldly creatures that are released from the bootleg tunnels underneath a small town mining community and begin chomping on the locals. Okay. I have a number of questions. I've never seen this one. <laughs> yeah, I have some follow-ups. 
Is this like a <laughs> is this like a chud situation? <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen this one, but this this is probably one of those uh, what I call drunk watches where you just <laughs> get together with some friends and put it on and drink and just make fun of it like we're doing right now, basically. <laughs> kind of like how this podcast got started. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that was you. great. So Thank what you. was my score? Oh, we weren't scoring. Oh, we just um, were going to you. You're, you win. regardless. I won. Fantastic. OK, good. Yeah, I thought you, I did a pretty good job. You won all the, um, you win a, a free round trip flight on Spirit <laughs> Airlines to anywhere you want to go in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, it only goes to like Hamilton, Missouri. That's it. <laughs> you're not you're not allowed to bring any luggage with you, though. You're not um, allowed to sit. It really is. It really is a nightmare. You have to pack your own toilet paper. <laughs> And they also, uh, it's the only airline where you're, you're actually, it's illegal to wear a mask. <laughs> right. <laughs> they urge you to to cough on your, your brethren. Uh-huh. Oh, we we do not endorse Spirit Airlines. <laughs> we are not affiliated And I don't, think, I don't with them. think they're going to endorse you anytime soon either. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that All was right, amazing. Maybe. So, uh we are almost at the end of the show. So I do have one more question for you, Katie. It is somewhat horror related, um, or at least sort of scary related. And it's something that I've been dying to ask you. Okay. Um, fair warning to listeners, Sharon and Spencer, apologies in advance if we sort of alienate all of you for a second, but I'm going to explain. Um, this is the big money question. Okay. Catherine Rich, please name the substance that... <clears throat> Scares me like the real thing, but if it were the real thing, it would scare me more. Fake blood. What up? Woohoo! Fake I knew you'd know blood. it. You rock me like the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> so she, Katie and I loved this show called Syphilis and Ollie from back in the early 2000s. It was on MTV by a man named Liam Lynch, um, but it's a sock puppet comedy show. And it's fucking hilarious. That was one of the first, like, just irreverent comedy shows I remember watching and being like, oh, yeah, you could just be weird and fun and not necessarily have to have a raging point uh, at the end of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think you can buy it on um, on Amazon Prime. You can, like, buy the series. And that song, United States of Whatever, that comes from that show. Yeah, that's from that show. I just I remember like having to get like shitty VHS tapes off eBay and like trying to uh, like it was so hard to find. Oh, my God. Thank you. I I knew you'd get that one. Absolutely. Thank you again for being a fantastic sport today and for being on our show. I love you so much. Oh, my God. I love you. And I, I, I think this is so fun and so, so cool. And, and um, I I'm honored to have been a part of it. So tell us what's up with you. What are you currently working on? What do you want to plug? What should we be looking for from you? Um, I think right now I can uh, plug. That you can talk about. That I can talk about. (laughs) Uh, There's a, um, the, um, on HBO Max, uh, soon Batman, the audio adventures will be coming out. Um, Written by uh, my friend, my dear friend Dennis McNicholas uh, from SNL, and it is a Batman uh, 
old school kind of radio play uh, that HBO <gasps> Max is releasing, and I got to be a part of that. So please do look for that. I think especially your listeners would would probably be into it. It's it's very creepy. Um, do you do the voice of Batman? I'm Batman. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it. And it's just me. Just my just just this It's just <laughs> hey, your normal voice. I'm Batman. What's up? Um, yeah, uh, Jeffrey Wright is actually Batman. <gasps> uh, so it's pretty cool. I, and Brett, I love him. Brett Spiner mm. is the uh, the Joker. Brent um, Spiner? No yeah. way. Yeah. This so, is like nerd time. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. Th- that's really exciting. Um, um, please tell Jeffrey Wright that I love him very much. I've never met him. It was all done like remotely, but uh. <laughs> so I figured. But my dad is going to freak because he loves Batman and Star Trek, and obviously Brent Spiner is Data from Star Trek. Oh yeah, Next Gen. So my dad's going to lose his shit when I tell him. They, this. they released the. There's a press release. I can. I'll I'll send it to you. It, and it, I've listened to it. It's it's really really good. Um, so you don't and you don't have to necessarily like Batman, um, to like it. It's just this. It's very cool. Like I, I do like how that old way of entertaining people is, is kind of coming back. I'm yeah. just like very fun. It's, it's a very well done radio play. Um, I can hear Spencer's excitement through Zencaster. Like as we speak, <laughs> it's really so. cool. I, 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 it was, it was it, 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 like I said, I listened to it. It was very, very good. Yay. So. Yeah. Um, and should folks want to reach out to you or follow you on the social medias, where would be the best place to do that? I'm on the Twitter and it's uh, Katie Mary, M-A-R-Y, Rich. Uh, that's my Twitter handle. It's my actual name, which is also <laughs> advice that I did not heed. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm never on Instagram, so I'll say no on probably no on the Instagram. Instagram makes me feel bad about myself. Why? Aw. I don't know. It makes me feel bad about myself because I feel like it's a it's so cure. I I usually am scrolling it at like three when I'm still in bed. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like at, in Cabo or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but you know when you know when the cameras stop or whatever that you know they're not showing the, the they're only showing the highlights. Yeah. Everything else is like yeah. shit. And of course, everyone's life sucks. I know it does, and I know that. But to me, it's more of like, yeah, but they made the effort to get out of bed. Oh, see, I think you should just post pictures of you in bed. You should go the opposite route. Katie, they're just using the Cabo filter. I mean, they might be. like we- They're on their toilet. Come on. <laughs> Did you watch that? That, that, uh, that was on HBO Max. Yes. And that was No. It, it's all what? about like where they, they take three normal people and try to turn them into Instagram famous yeah. people. Oh, my God. No, I think I would have to. Cut my wrist if I watch that. That sounds it's pretty. Horrible. It's pretty good, and it's also pretty like oh fuck wow. This is <laughs> this is really sad. Katie, thank you, thank you so much. Such a pleasure. I have not laughed this hard in so long. Um, hey, yeah. wait a minute. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, Mindy. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening to us. As always, you can write to us at horrorstalkhorror at gmail.com with anything you want to share with us, whether it's ghost stories, true crime stories, creepy stories. If you live with a non-horror fan and you want to tell us about what that's like, whatever you want us to read on our show, please send it to us. 
please do subscribe, rate, and review us on your streaming platform of choice. Uh, it does help us get more exposure, and we really appreciate it. If you're able to, please join our Patreon so you can get early access to episodes, see some exclusive posts, maybe... I don't know. We'll have Katie flash the camera. I'm totally kidding. Yeah. Uh, it's old news. <laughs> and we might even send you some cool shit in a snail mail. So, yeah, if you can, please join. Uh, as always, please be kind to each other out there. Be safe. Get that vaccination. And as always, thanks, thanks for, for getting, getting creepy, creepy with us. Sharon, you want a beer? Uh, oh my god.